Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This is a new world order, and I am the Chancellor of Zane Australia, Zane C. Weber. And joining me at the table to discuss all of the world's ills and how to solve them are. Oh, hi, man. It's me, Sebastian, the supreme leader of the United States of South America. How, how are we doing? Have you developed an accent, said America? Uh, just, just pretty chill today. I'm just feeling really relaxed and just want to emphasize that to the audience. How you guys right. doing? Also, we have, <laughs> in stark contrast, in pride <laughs> and fire and vigor, El Presidente, Jefe Grande, Andrew Schossler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia. We're As proud. Always. We are. We're just like tired. It's <laughs> like a tired proud. We've been working all days on our dog farms and our nuclear power plants, and we're just real tired, and we're also going to get some government done. I guess that, yeah. Yeah. As always, it will fall to Zane Australia to keep a level head <coughs> and keep things moving forward. <laughs> now, gentlemen, who has an issue that we should yell at each other about? I have a very important issue. Oh, I'm Bef- interested. Before we talk, should we give an explanation of what we do here? That Probably. may be appropriate. If only to keep the formula. Okay. <laughs> to solve all of the world's problems, we each have a, 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 a nation... On nationstates.net. The links are in the show notes if you want to go look at that. And we will discuss the issues that this particular game presents to our nation in relation to how to best solve them. And then we'll go from there. Do you want to give a brief on what your ideology is then? Just, yes. Yeah. Zane Australia believes in uh, transhumanism and technology, data driven uh, initiatives, and community involvement. Uh, Seb America is all about doing whatever the hell you want as long as it doesn't harm anyone. And also, we hate Johnny Depp, just as a nation. <laughs> Andy? So he's Andy. like your anti mascot. <laughs> yeah. He, just him, he, our flag is actually in the works of it's his face, which is a big cross through it. We're not sure it's going to work, but we'll, we'll try if it does. So it's Andropolia is dedicated to one specific goal, and that is to remove as many laws as possible, as necessary. In order to be, uh, in order to have the constitution printed on a pamphlet, I think it's beautifully encompassed in our motto: "Carte Blanche, sans plume." What kind of font are we talking for that pamphlet? Because, like, the second you have like no murder, like you're using up a decent portion of that pamphlet. Well, I'm not Which sure is that a... I'm not sure that no murder would necessarily be a law. We could do <laughs> no, 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 no. Interesting. We okay, could, we could be a lot more efficient and. Uh, and, you know, expand that out to no harm or, yep. you know, 
abide by your contracts and, you know, if you didn't... Now, if, 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 if nobody agreed to be murdered, then you're violating their contract of, 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 of life. life. And, yeah, <laughs> and, 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 you know, honour your contracts has, has implications further than that. We imply no murder yep. with one bit of law. That's just Lawyers are going to love that that's defense. Just, that's just how we think in Andropolia. Now, it goes against the kind of idea of your nation, the ethos, the, uh, the implied... Uh, Font choice, <laughs> uh, but when I imagine your pamphlet of uh, our constitution, I'm imagining in the swishiest font that has ever existed. No, no, no. It needs Comic, to be, <laughs> Comic Sans. It needs no. It needs to be legible in in uh, to oh, as many people as possible. So it's going Helvetica. to be nice, big print, sans serif, something sensible. Helvetica. Yeah. Good choice. Helvetica <laughs> is my personal <laughs> favorite font. So good choice. <laughs> But can't planche sans plume. You're just asking for some plumes on there, aren't you? That's tr- it, 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 it does sound very fancy, that's true. Ideally, it would just be a blank bit of paper. You know, there you go. This is the rules. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, let's... Andy, do you want to kick it off then? So I did, yeah, it, it, it is actually kind of important. It, oh, it's actually, a, um, it's actually an important issue. Well, You're joking. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I, I know I, 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 I struggle to define things as important or not, and I kind of... Let things be, you know, described as uh, uh, perhaps a little less pressing than they need to be. But this one genuinely is a bit of a bit of a pressing one. Uh, titled Mayday, Mayday. Three weeks ago, Oceanic Flight Two Zero Nine disappeared from radar, and <gasps> now a crash has been confirmed, with debris scattered across the sea, and the missing two hundred passengers and crew officially declared dead Aww. and lost. Oh. It's a tragedy. Were there any Saint Australians aboard? Because that's all I care about. There may have been. It doesn't go into that detail. The Americans are actually all on flight restrictions internationally, so like they're safe. <laughs> is it because they're perpetually high? No, <laughs> they, we haven't gotten to the drug issue yet, but like if they want to open that plane door, uh, uh-huh, <laughs> yes. probably don't do that, but I don't want to step on your rights, so. Well, the rights of the, of the airline where it took off from apply. I'm afraid. Oh no! Yeah, so they would be they would be subject to Andropolian law. Those oh, crafty Americans. Kind of law. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so people are all dead and gone. This tragedy was only the most recent airplane catastrophe departing from Andropolia. Yeah, stop! You should stop that. <laughs> and anxious flyers are demanding immediate safety improvements. Yeah, same Australians wouldn't have got on a faulty airline. Despite that, Andropolia still has a very robust tourism industry. It's one of our highest. Uh, highest earning. I industries. do imagine you would outsource a lot of your uh, your flights, though. Possibly, or maybe people just like to fly in um, by boat. Fly in by boat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Clearly, these disasters mean we are long overdue for new aircraft. States Oceanic Airlines CEO May Stark, while playing with a model jet. These crashes are caused by outdated, crumbling and ugly aircraft like the Boeing 606 and the Air Trolley T-300. In fact, the average age of any given plane is 30 years. We live in a technological and automated world. It's time our planes join the modern world too. We can build a next-generation fleet if the government gave us some funding. Then our skies and safety reputation would be second to none. Until the next mm. government subsidizes their I look their at her sceptically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Why yes. is the government responsible for upgrading your airplanes? Here, here. <laughs> she, Maystark, 
has let her airline, you know, accrue yeah. these these old aircraft, never replaced them, never Just... invested any money in replacing them. How is she running her business? That's right. She should go down in flames. She should go down in flames. On if, one of the that's exactly no, planes. I, I think the argument for why the government would intervene is because it gives your nation a bad reputation, so it'll improve your tourism if you allow it to become better. If that was the case, Zane Australia would perhaps provide initiatives for new airlines rather than... Funding an existing one. Rewarding yeah. incompetence. Yeah. It may start. As is the current model in many, many, many governments. Option two. Our aircraft aren't the problem. It's who's flying the plane, replies pilot oh, Hudson Sullenberger, running a flight simulator for students. Did you know that pilot error is the number one cause of accidents? They've become lazy, sleep-deprived and constantly tardy. We need more stringent measures on the training of pilots. We can introduce more intense and hands-on training, uh, testing and ban anyone without a licence from flying. Flying a plane is much more complex than video games make them look. The trainer now looks at the class and picks on a student. Now, Joey, have you ever been in a cockpit before? Have you ever seen a Gladiator movie? <laughs> now, one question from that is, do you not currently ban people without flight licences from flying? Here's the thing. <laughs> Licensing is a way for uh, for industries to restrict entry into that industry, right? If you need a licence to practice medicine um, or drive a car, fire a gun, mm-hmm. blah, 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 mm-hmm. insert, you know, cut hair, right? Everybody who currently is in that industry, is an incumbent, will be in, in favour of that because it restricts, you know, it, it, it increases the worth of their own skill. They already yeah. possess this licence, being grandfathered in or however... Uh, or have an easy, you know, application to do. Whereas newcomers will have a, 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 a barrier to entry that they that they have to incur. And licensing doesn't guarantee safety at all or, or competency. In the way of medical license, like it doesn't guarantee just, it. it. No, it doesn't guarantee it, but it definitely does kind of give you some way of reprimanding. Do you know why most people? are competent and serious when they un- undergo something because most people are competent and serious when they undergo something. The, the, the licensing is a moot point. I've seen the movie <laughs> Top Gun and those pilots... <laughs> those mischievous <laughs> rascals. I never trust Tom Cruise again. <laughs> no, licensing is... Um, it sounds like a good idea. Oh, we will test people. We will make sure that, that they are competent. But... Um, in order to license people and have and have that system work, you have to constantly police it. You have to get the right training involved, and you know who then looks after the trainer to see if they're so they're you up, for this up one? to date. No, I'm anti this one too. I thought so. Anti business subsidisation and anti licensing. Right, I agree with the sentiment. Yeah, if you're an airline and you want to have good pilots, train them. Mm. You, sh- you, sh- you should train them. You know, with a whip. I would, I would prefer to fly on an airline with pilots that have undergone more training. Do you than, do background than, checks than on the pilots whenever you fly? I, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't no. do that. You know, I pay my ticket, I get my travel insurance, that, that, and, and that's all I care about. <laughs> I get my travel insurance. If I die, someone gets some money. Well, look, you don't, you don't need to regulate uh, airlines. You don't need to regulate any industry because if, if you 
hire somebody to do something, right? In the case of an airline where, yeah, where the yeah. possible um, uh, outcome is, is, is your death, um, you would want to insure against that, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. And an airline that, you know, is offering insurance is being underwritten by some insurance company. They're going to want, you know, some sort of um, uh, security, some sort of, um, you know, guarantee that, that they're not wasting their money and they will insist that the airline, you know, meet some some criteria that they invent. Oh, you know, you have to have regular maintenance, blah, 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 whatever. And they will regulate themselves. What if they insist on the licence? That's fine. That's fine. Oh, as long as it, okay. No, no, no. If, if, if one insurance company says we will not insure any airline unless they licence their, their part, unless they, they go through our licensing yeah, system, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, and if other right. insurance companies want to get on board with that, but it won't be regulated by the government. It won't be in, insisted yeah, that sure. that's, that's, that's the way it has to be done. That's something that the free market will decide whether it's necessary or not. After enough people have died. <laughs> well, historically speaking, people, people. in 100 years, you won't even remember that plane crash. No, that's exactly right. Historically speaking. <laughs> <clears throat> I see these crashes all the time, sighs Steve Bronte, a lead investigator of aviation crashes. The reason they disappear from radar is because they break up mid-flight. Maintenance is the obvious problem. We need to require airlines and airports to perform constant maintenance checks on all aircraft and ground any plane with the slightest defect. Yes, that might be costly, but not maintaining planes is even costlier. So again, we have another regulation. Another regulation proponent. We want to increase the rules and, you know, for a government bureaucrat to decide what's appropriate and what's a defect and what is that. No, no thanks, not for me. It's really, I wonder what the difference between that option and the one just previous, like... Uh, would, as far, would, as, far as the outcome, yeah. nationwide, yeah, yeah. it would be interesting to see. Like, I'm not. We um, won't see through no. my portal. <laughs> it's just I can't. I can't imagine a difference between licensing the pilots and making sure the planes are 100 intact. That's like, true. I if think you... that would have pretty much the same effect. Well, what good is yeah. a is a decent plane if you still have an incompetent pilot, or vice versa, or vice yeah. versa? Yeah. yeah, it's either one or the other. Yeah. Do you know how much time and money I waste dealing with all these regulations? Rhetorically asks Attila Haskell, CEO Three minutes, of Budget $20. Air. <laughs> CEO of Budget Air, an airline so cheap that passengers have to pay extra to have a seat. We're talking about metal boxes flying at 20,000 feet in the sky. Of course things are bound to go wrong once in a while. To make things worse, my staff are constantly harassed by these government goons. No wonder my pilots are stressed out. The government needs to get off our backs and let us handle ourselves. Well, oh I no. Think we have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't like that option, Sebi. Not the way she phrased it, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just sounds like a horrible company. Yep, and you are free not to fly with them. Yep. But it won't be the Andropolian government dictating yep. which, which... You wipe your hands. You wipe the blood off your hands. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not offering, you know, air travel. Yeah. It's, it's not a business I'm offering. If I if I make you a pizza, right? Mm. I implicitly accept responsibility, you know, for, for not poisoning it, for, yeah, for yeah. making sure that it's not going to do that. But you know, if, if I'm sitting watching you eat a pizza, I bear no responsibility for whoever cooks it and whether you eat it. Don't worry, Seb America. You can always 
just use the uh, drone fleet of Zane Australia to fly. <laughs> we don't fly. <laughs> no, you don't. You're no. high enough already. Have, have you seen we that? haven't legalized any drugs yet. You, are but high. The, I, but we have. You know. In theory, did you see that post a while back where a guy um, uh, made a hammock, uh, put put uh, str- strung a hang- hammock between between some really powerful drones, and then oh, ele- yes, yeah. levitated himself uh, in the air? <laughs> brilliant. brilliant, just brilliant. I also Terrifying. saw one where a person <laughs> hung a hammock three stories up in some sort of atrium kind of construction, just kind of precariously one foot knee at a time, trying to hang himself. And just relaxing it, and then he fell onto the ground and hurt himself. And I'm like, "What were you expecting to happen?" <laughs> so, what happens after you you, you give the crazy cra- clown you airline? Have, yeah. the, the well, rights. there is there is a, a fifth option. Oh, um, so many options. I'm already leaning towards the. Four, I know it's a decisive issue, a divisive issue. Sorry, not decisive. Well, it is decisive as yeah. well. I know a perfect solution. Jealousy suggests train enthusiast Fatima Orbison. The solution is to ban all airplanes. Not only are they clearly unsafe, they're loud, ugly, and a big contributor to greenhouse gases. Surely we can rely on safer transportation like trains or boats for travel. They're much less susceptible to delays, crashes, and only a fraction of a pollutant compared to planes. All we need is more funding for public transit. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Well, it makes sense. (laughs) You call them slow, I call them scenic. That's classic travel agent speak. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you haven't yet privatise the trains. So that does make sense as to why he would need the government funding. Because it's still well, yours. Tra- trains, while they're perfectly fine to privatise, they do need you know infrastructure. Mm, so yeah. generally trains are only really good for big industry or for big big passenger loads. Mm. Mines operate their own train lines um, privately and independently mm. um, all the time. So you're going. You're number four, aren't you? Number four. Yeah. I think Zane Australia would also have to go number four. I don't think any of those options are any of the other options are going to fix the issue. Number one was good for memory, wasn't it? Didn't number one fix it? Number one was to uh, um, basically give a give a subsidy to uh, incumbent airlines, yeah. so they can modernise their fleet. Yeah, uh. So that then starts to nationalise airlines, and yeah. I'm not I'm not um, in favour of that. No, in my lab experiment, I would want full control over all parameters. <laughs> Otherwise, it's, it ruins the experiment. So I, I would have to go number one. Wow. Well, I need to control all no, factors. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. I just wasn't expecting that answer from you. I think I don't know. It's, I'm not judging you. They're all really similar in the sense that none of them affect rights. So I don't care. <laughs> like it's well, you kind of like the what. It's again the nanny state question for you. Yeah, it's like what option protects the most people from the most. And I think it's my watchful eye over the industry. Yeah, if you're going to give your citizens or part of your citizens' money from that you collect from taxes to airlines to make sure that they've got the safest air traffic, then that is an option. Like that would be option number B for Zane Australia, but I think. Option number four is where I would go. Is like see if the industry can fix itself first. Yeah, yeah. And if it goes bankrupt, it goes bankrupt. You know, people will not fly on planes. You know, people won't volunteer to take the most dangerous you know, yeah. path somewhere if there's if there's an affordable way of doing it safely. So, <laughs> following the deregulation <laughs> of the everyone dies all the industry. Time. A popular Andropolian saying is wishing upon a fallen jet engine. (laughs) (laughs) 
The headlines read, International Body Praises Andropolian Development. Fewer lazy bums than ever before, bosses note. Crime has never been worse, say elderly. Yeah, but they always say that. <laughs> Latest economic data shows surge in manufacturing. Yeah. Um, so notably, wealth gaps are up 10%. Um, I'm not sure why that is, but good. If people are investing and business is moving forward, yeah. yeah. Entrepreneurs. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Taking risks and getting, getting the benefits. Wealth caps should increase. Uh, ideological radicality, what that has to do with deregulation of airlines, I don't know, but it's up 6.5%. Charmlessness is up 6%. Uh, economic freedom and mining and manufacturing up 3%. Yeah. Crime is up 2%. Weaponization up 2%. No, no, no huge changes. No, no, no huge changes. Um, perhaps the biggest negatives, um, tourism is down 7%. That's not surprising. That's a hit to our big industry, but I'm sure that will... You know, through the passage of time and the Hopefully. free market finding the right paths, um, uh, move out. And um, income equality is down 9%. Wealth gaps are up 10%. That's, yeah. that, that's no surprise. Other than that, uh, good news for the economy. Um, bad news for tourists. Bad news for tourists. But again, if they're, if they're staying away because they don't trust the planes, then that's fine. That's up to the airlines too. It's probably to, a um, wise choice. Well, <laughs> for the moment. <laughs> what about you, Seb America? My issue is called syntax destruction. Your Minister for the, for the Treasury, Alan Redbridge, has come under fire as market analysts and journalists complain that his predictions about the future of Seb America's economy are vague to the point of uselessness. His detractors are dubbing his avoidance of clear statements syntax destruction, the presentation of extremely long and obf- obfuscated sorry, reports have little real content. So I guess he's just like, yeah... The economy is probably going up, sometimes down. It's an I, I economy. Think it's, it's, it's more like lawyer speak, yeah? Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. just doing a lot of double talk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number one. I shouldn't have to spend hours poring over reams of government documents for just one story, complains Sven Klaus, reporter from the Sep American Enquirer, slamming a large stack of papers onto your desk. Look at this, 1,984 pages. What Minister Redbridge is doing is dishonest and despicable. You need to force him and those like him to use plain language to get to the point so that the common people of Sep America will be able to decipher what is going on in the government. Mm, language control is very interesting. I'm already on board with that one. <laughs> I'm going to say Zane Straley doesn't 100% dislike that answer. Yeah. Number two, it has been demonstrated, Minister Alan Redbridge replies during an interview, that markets, that markets affect uh, an unexpected multitude of industries at even the slightest suspicion of an impending... Uh, oh, God, why are you making me do this? But oh, I can't speak. I can't speak today, guys. <laughs> Perturbation? Does that sound Perturbation. like a word? Perturbation? Does that sound like a word? That is yeah. a word. Wonderful. 
Thus, it behooves those knowledgeable in its idiosyncrasies to uphold their responsibilities in defending such precipitous gateways to knowledge. Why did you pick this question? If so many I didn't realize he was one of the answers. <laughs> and acting in such manner of least reaction to satisfy their due diligence to avoid creation, creating a condition in which would potentially upset the precarious balance between bears and bulls, be they platitudes or omissions. Indeed, one who acts in contravention to the aforementioned manner also acts against their own best interests and thereby undermines status as well as dispels their cloak of confidence. Such a transgressor shall be diminished by the knowledgeable majority, of course, thus not necessitating an external proclamation. Off with his head. Awful, yeah, that, he split an infinitive. Yep. How dare he? I think what he's just saying is like, <laughs> you want to be difficult, so only, so no one knows what's going on because people overreact to little bits of information. Yes. Is that pretty much what he wants? Yes. Ba- basically, he's protecting people by making sure people don't understand. Excellent. And my final option, spoken or written words delivered on matter of policy by personal persons within the government, hereafter referred to as governmental commentary, constitute a legal statement, explains prominent lawyer Aziz Jones. It's my professional opinion that a government commentary should only should use only legal terminology to ensure clarity of meaning. So... One is make it really simple that anyone can understand it. Layperson speak. Two mm. is make it super one complicated. Is, one is in control the language yeah. in a way that is that is uh, easily deemed, accessible. Deemed accessible. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a little opportunity for uh, for fidginess there. Well, no. Two is there, there's also there's there's opportunity for fidginess in all three. I think all three. That's exactly yeah. right. You should just abolish all lawmaking. <laughs> I know. Is that an option for? Do we do we have that one? Just like get rid of the judicial system? (laughs) Not there. Not there. Um, uh, Okay. For me, it's not two, but it's definitely either three or one. Interesting. Um, One's putting it in. Sorry, sorry. Two is putting it in legal terminology, so it's all there. It's not double speak, but this does also. Okay, so it's effectively the way I'm going to interpret it. The lower class can understand it, the middle class can understand it, and the upper class can understand it. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm going to break it down. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with the middle class can understand it because they're the ones that in theory are going to need to make the choices that will be relevant because they're the ones controlling the market. Of course, it's a submerican walking all over the poor. Mm. Well, the poor, it honestly, is going to sound terrible. They don't need to know because their, <laughs> boss, because their bosses are making the calls of what matters from this choice. And they so, know best, as we all know. Not that they know best... But there's no need to create panic when they have no control over their destinies. Can yeah. I give you the Zane Australian yeah, view please of this? Do. Uh, I agree that number two is right out. I think obfuscation does not serve the purpose that he thinks it does no. and that it does go a long way to promoting distrust of politics. Also, I'm very tired and I'm very angry about everything he said. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I think for true clarity and efficiency of actual government and legislation... Number three makes a lot of sense yep. because honestly, if anything of importance that has to be said, it's going to go through uh, the legal system anyway and be converted that way. However, in say Australia, we want to make things as accessible as possible to everyone, including the dumb ones. Yeah. So I think in the 
for the purposes of transparency and giving everyone uh, the right and information to have an opinion and an informed opinion, I think we would lean towards number one mm. just so that it's you're not excluding anyone. Number one also for me does make a lot more sense in given the whole thing is freedom of choice should come with freedom of information to go with that choice. Yeah. Well, I even mean, though they this is these are choices that they won't be able to make purely based on the fact that their bosses will be in control, not them, when it comes to the business decisions related here. Yes, but they if if even one decision that, that can they that they can make can come from this information, they should have the information to it, the right to it. Yeah, if this was an Andropolian decision, and I had free reign in order to uh, to implement whatever whatever strategy I thought was best. It would be to make budgets for whatever department inversely proportional to the length of their mission statement. <laughs> I mean, that's that's perfectly fine. I think that goes you, a long if, way to making things very <laughs> clear. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I've selected dumb it down. Uh, Government reports are now used to teach toddlers to read. Perfect for yeah. for, for yeah. <laughs> uh, Latest economic data shows surge in manufacturing. Mining company ready to rip. Chief reports. <laughs> National pride on the rise. Simplifying the latest trend that may change your life. Um. All right. So very little negative positives. Safety went up five percent. Taxation two and a half, and crime one point eight. That's that's the best. Um, so crime's the best. Oh no! So that's 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 the highest rises. Yeah, yeah. Um, as for the downs, the insurance industry went down fifteen percent. Corruption went down four percent. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Ideological radicality went down three. Mm-hmm. Political freedom went down one point four. Oh, that's. I don't know how. Nah, that's a blip though. One one percent is. But like how? Well, political freedoms being that you are now policing what. What verbiage politi- politicians can use? Mm. So you are kind of a little bit infringing on what people can and can't say as a politician. For I the greater good, though. If it was yeah, up to absolutely. me, I would have just let them do all three. Yeah, you just and then you, yeah. you have the freedom to choose which one you yeah. want to read. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. You could just, just dismiss it. Nah. <laughs> nah. All right. Well, that's me, Zane. Okay. Well, I have I have a fun one. Uh, military uniforms are under scrutiny in Zane mm-hmm. Australia. In response to changing fashion trends amongst the youth of Zane Australia, new recruits to the military have petitioned the government to update the army's dress code accordingly. Permission to speak, sir? Asks Private Third Class Victoria Bergman, saluting me. Many of us are tired of looking the same and would like freedom to express ourselves through our appearance, sir. I mean, sir, it doesn't hurt to let us dye our hair once in a while, does it, sir? No, it doesn't. <laughs> sure you Unless it right. draws attention on the battlefield. So that's their choice to get sniped <laughs> in the head, I guess. Right? Also, just give him a cap. <laughs> You're probably wearing a helmet of gunfire. Is she asked well, so, you can, so you can tattoo up and dye your hair as long as you cover it when you're on the battlefield? Yeah, well, fair enough. Wait. I mean, you're already covering yourself in camouflage anyway. They're not asking for just to dye their hair and wear makeup and stuff. They're asking for whatever uniform that they want. So it's not. They're, they're asking for freedom, freedom to, to express to... ourselves through our appearance. 
I'm into. I would interpret that as they don't have to wear uniform. They can rock up to training in a pair of jorts. That that might be what it means. Um, But like, like as you go in, you get your head shaved and you, etc., etc. So. Uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous, rules Colonel Aziz Gutierrez. Hey, I had him. His fist at you. What? I had Aziz. Aw, hi, yeah. Aziz. Double if you time. tell a soldier to put a pantaloons and a tunic, there's a good reason for it, and I expect it to be obeyed without question. And who are these soldiers demanding change anyway? I'd like to see them court-martialed. <laughs> you should court-martial him. Well, he's got a point. Like, there's, there's Zane, a reason, like... Zane, he was uppity. But, like... I would have just shot him. the point. Like, if he wants to court-martial them, if I'm telling him that that's okay, then I should court-martial him. <clears throat> if he came into my office and yelled at me, I would press the button that releases the trap door underneath of him. <laughs> as far as into uniforms... the blending room. As far as uniforms and behaviour are concerned, we only need to look to major pain for the appropriate <laughs> words. Unity is the key word in unit. Yep, I just think like sure you, the enemy won't know they're being attacked by a troop of military, uh, a troop of soldiers if they're all dressed differently. It's just a it's just a crowd running from a mall. <laughs> yeah, sneak attacks. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you know. there are international conventions against that sort of thing <laughs> for that very reason. We don't have an attack, <laughs> and then uh, they just shoot everyone. <laughs> we have a defense army, not an attack army, so it doesn't matter. You entered ours. We have a, <laughs> we have a very small army to begin with, though our manufacturing, my arms manufacturing, went up last week. My police outnumber our military. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, you know, murmurs, romantic novelist Harry Nelson dreamily staring out the window. A change of uniform might not be bad. What if we made all our soldiers wear medieval suits of armor? <laughs> oh my God, I want to... No, this is the one. <laughs> it would sure highlight the chivalry and honor of Australia's armed forces. No, 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 Zane. Come we on, we are futurists. Let me argue here. Sir. Let me argue for this one. <laughs> Firstly, said America would go option one because it's freedom of choice. But option three, come on, that is brilliant. We Maybe just in a parade. Yeah, you're letting everyone LARP forcibly. Okay. Well, actually. Battle armor is a great idea, exclaims Matilda Tolkien, representative from Better Future Incorporated, dumping a bundle of papers on your desk. Mm. Here's our blueprints for the latest battle suits that we've come up with. Sure, it will be costly, but it will make our soldiers invincible. So we've got the super soldier program. Yeah, so you're doing that one. Because it's the futurist <laughs> option. Yeah, you are. Uh, oh, it's army though. I'm not interested in army. But you want to protect your drone soldiers, surely. With drones, not soldiers. <laughs> uh, there is a fifth and a sixth option oh, here. Right, so. almighty, all right. The solution is not through technology, but through religion, declares zealot Tina Chicago with a very manly voice as she waves a sensor <laughs> under your nose. Why not make all soldiers fight in the name of a major religion? and give them priestly robes while they're at it. Mm. No, that's <laughs> combining the two worst things. That's a close <laughs> second for me. Really? Wow. As in if first was military garb, second is crusader. <laughs> like, it's pretty fun. And then we have nudist Asok Janeway. Oh, I like it already. 
Why make them wear anything? Yes. Standing at attention. Stop. In okay. Yes. Andy just wants you to do that once your army is shit so we can take over. No, no, no. <laughs> Fighting in the nude. How nimble. How, how, how very, how very uh, yeah. fear inspiring. Without clothes to impede them, your soldiers can move faster in battle. How do they carry ammo? And we don't have to waste any more money on uniforms. Perfect. Besides, all you need is a gun to kill someone, right? And spare ammo. And where do you keep your rations if you get... You can still wear a belt. That's yeah, or... You can still wear a backpack. And That's inconvenient. Like that. The chafing they're going to get is That's a risk. True. Really, the only option here, because the nudist option is tempting, but I think it's really enforcing it's what... nudity rather than al- just allowing nudity. The way that it's, it's ambiguous. As long as you're not forcing people to join the military... I'm you're not, not, you're, not, you're not forcing them to be nude. That's oh, true. That's, that's true. <laughs> Although Andropolia does have compulsory military service. <laughs> but also... For, for, for teens. <laughs> but all this is all, going very badly. This is, all the people that are in the military suddenly now are being forced to become nude. Yeah. So, so I, I think option number one, the freedom to express through appearance, I think, I think that's... The main option. I like that um, if this was like a real issue that our government was facing, they'd be like, "Of course, it's number two. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, you have to wear you have to wear clothes, yeah. and you have to wear your uniform specifically. Why are you in my office? Honestly, <laughs> like, I, think, I think option number four would be closer to it for what? those who wasn't for the priest out there. No, the no ba- four battle was armor. the battle armor. Oh, the mech warrior stuff. Yeah, yeah, go that one. What's wrong with you? Because I don't, I don't want to rule that way. There be. Zane, you're being ridiculous. Battle mechs. Yeah. Zane, battle mechs. No. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. battle mechs. Nobody. No, no. Iron fist in a velvet glove. You want to have that. <laughs> What's the velvet glove? <laughs> to is, make it look pretty. Oh, so the, the battle mech is the To velvet give it the glove. appearance of, of, of softness and, 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 and comfort. Zane, when you have battle mechs, you need less soldiers. You can have a smaller army because no, no, no. it's full of battle okay. mechs. It's not battle mechs. It's super suits. It will so turn them into super battle mech soldiers. Okay, yeah. so they're not in battle mechs, but they're all Iron Man. Uh, look, it's only <laughs> no. a matter of time before the battle armor is automated and, and then you will have battle mechs. When it's developed, I'm still not going to build it. Number one, freedom of expression. <laughs> I can't believe what you just did. Soldiers with colourful mohawks make themselves perfect targets for snipers. <laughs> we literally said this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has had one impact on my nation <laughs> and it has increased inclusiveness by 0.87%. The end. That's not really? even a number. That's it. That's all that's happened. Wow. That's <laughs> insane. I mean, so it hasn't really is not a, and that's what the soldiers thing. were crying out for. Yeah, that's they what the that's what all wanted. three soldiers were crying out for. <laughs> there might be thirty. You just turned down an Iron Man army, but also spending money on it. I don't want. You didn't have I a problem spending money. Your tax rate is through the roof. But there are better things to spend money on than a military. Uh, name two. Name two things better than an Iron Man army. Uh, you can't artificial can intelligence. Yeah, what's Iron Man suit have? AI. Well, I'm, I want Jarvis without an Iron Man suit. No, it's not the point. Yeah, well, when my artificial intelligence soldiers take out your internet and your stoners can no longer buy pizza, oh, we ha- can I? Can I just? <laughs> we haven't had the drug vote at all in my nation. 
It's implied. It's, it's it is implied. It's, it's, it's very it's implied. Yeah. <laughs> but we haven't had that vote yet. <laughs> so. All right. I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards the future. I'm a disappointed Supreme Leader, Sebastian of the United States of South America. Wow, it's a really long title. Um, train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. And I have been El Presidente, Jefe Grande, Andrew Schossler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia, urging you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.